This is a game of codes on the Raw Show's biggest sporting debate. Another good weekend in the headlines for the wrong reasons, though. The A League Jeffers. Don't tell me we're talking about VAR again. Oh, we're gonna that have shocks to, me. We're gonna have to talk shocks about me. VAR, and I would have loved to play you some audio of a post match interview, but I also <laughs> enjoy not having explicit next to our podcast on uh, iHeartRadio and all other beautiful apps. Uh, but we do have Mike Tuckerman, A League and football expert at theraw.com.au, joining us. How are you, Legend? I'm well, guys. Uh, let's jump into it, mate. How did VA uh, get the Fenton penalty wrong? Oh, look, I think I think the Phoenix were extremely hard done by. Um, just watching it live, it sort of didn't even seem that the ball had even struck Louis Fenton's arm. Um, and so the referee, Ben Abraham, uh, who we should be careful not to crucify because, to be honest, it was his first ever A-League game, but uh, he wasn't in a great position. Uh, he seemed to be behind the play. Uh, and just watching it live on TV, it certainly seemed that the ball didn't actually strike Fenton's arm. And, it, and if it did, it, it was really an inconsequential movement. But uh, I heard uh, from FFA's explanation after the game was that uh, Fenton had made his body unnaturally large, and that's that's why the decision went against them. But it certainly looked like a decision that the VAR should have overturned. It looked very much like a clear and obvious error. Did it even hit his arm? I'm not sure that there's, you know, that we're all agreed on that. It looked an awful lot like it came straight off his chest and into touch. I, I felt like it hit his arm. I did. Okay. So I disagree you with go. you and you're wrong. And <laughs> oh. so we move on. Um, but yeah, I mean, how that's, I, I can't see how, as you say, Mike, it, it's a fairly inconsequential bit of contact. The ball's going out for a corner regardless and the rewriting or the amendments to the handball law over the past few years have tried to cater for that kind of inconsequential contact. So it, it was a real surprise um, that it that it wasn't overturned. Um, and certainly, you know, watching on TV, the com- <laughs> the commentary was fairly um, fairly surprised that that the penalty was was upheld. Um, and I suppose it, it begs the question, you know, what what is this? A third year of VAR? It's it, it's a bit frustrating or it's very frustrating really that we're still talking about it and that it's still uh, such a major point of contention not just for A-League fans but now you know it's obviously been adopted in the Premier League as well with the same kind of same kind of controversies over there and, and you have to start to wonder you know is the VAR um, procedure actually working and is it even worthwhile yeah and look I'd add to that too there's a bit of an issue probably not one that we think a lot about in Australia but uh I'd also point out the fact that Wellington Phoenix in particular in the A-League seem to be on the receiving end of these sorts of refereeing decisions all the time. And if we look at the A-League ladder at the moment, they're stone cold motherless last, um, but they shouldn't be. And they've really been dudded by a couple of decisions so far this season. And I'm, I'm fairly sure that David Dome, who's the Phoenix's ge- uh, general manager, actually spoke to the referees convener Strabray Delofsky today just to try and get some clarification around these referee refereeing decisions. But back to your point, Dan, the reason VAR was brought in was to clear up these kind of refereeing mistakes. It hasn't happened. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. And really, we're all sick of talking about video assistant referees. It's just not, it's not where the game should be going. Yeah, I, I suppose one of the issues with VAR and for any video refereeing uh, mechanism is that they're almost always brought in to eliminate the clear and obvious error. But what a clear and obvious error is, is not clear and obvious. That makes sense. One person's 50-50 call 
might be another person's absolute howler. And because of that, you're always going to get disagreement over whether someone should have intervened, whether they should have um, upheld a decision. And I mean, geez, we were having this conversation during the Women's World Cup earlier in the year as well. And it is, I wonder whether football fans have got to the stage where they would uh, criticise referees less if there wasn't a video mechanism in place. Um, just and perhaps um, allow a degree of human error to creep into refereeing um, just because they've seen what a fast VAR has become, really. And it has taken a lot of the spontaneity and the joy out of football, which is not what anyone wants. With 35 seconds on the clock, I want you both to enter this. If you were the head of the A-League right now, would you scrap VAR this very second? Yeah, I absolutely would. Uh, but I also think that uh, fans have been so critical of refereeing decisions in the past that I'm not surprised that we have it. And I think we probably ended up getting what we deserved. <laughs> I think that's a fair shout. I think uh, whatever they do, they're, they're damned either way. Um, I don't think you could cut it mid-season. I'd probably make some changes and look to bring in goal line technology instead, but I would keep it now that we've started the season with it. I reckon you'd look at goal line technology and think, gee, that's a bit expensive, isn't it? We'll just put a line through this old VAR system and move on. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We've got Mike Duckman, football expert at theraw.com.au. Thanks for joining us here at A Game of Codes, Australia's biggest sporting debate. Thanks, guys. Always a pleasure. On the Raw Game of Codes. Australia's biggest sporting debate.